Welcome to Enjoy the Collective. I'm Marseille. Join my guests and I as we chop up the realities of the creative industry. I'm so glad you're here. So let's get into it. Today's episode, I have Dorcas of Dorcas Creates, who's an illustrator and brand owner. I have Rahana of Rahana Banana, who's an illustrator and also a brand owner. (laughs) That makes me happy. Okay, so today I really wanted to talk to you guys specifically about just your journey into creativity and just how you guys have become so successful in your own right. Mm. And so this episode is called The Low Key Journey. And I'm just thinking, kicking it off, I would love to know, like, how did you get started? How did you even get into illustration? Yeah, it was something that, um, so I've always like been creative, I've always like drawn or sewed or like made stuff with my Mm, hands tactile yeah um but I didn't really think about illustration as like a career until I was like 24 I Mm. think um yeah I like finished uni I studied finance and then I was like trying to get a job in finance wow um and it wasn't going well (laughs) (laughs) um I started working in a school and I was working with like six formers and I did that for two years and after like working with them and um, like helping them like figure out what they want to do when they like leave school, um, it just made me think about what I was doing and whether I was doing what I wanted to be doing and I was like, I'm really not. Um, And then, yeah, I just started illustrating just after work um, and then did that for a little bit and then quit my job and then started doing it full time for like six months mm-hmm. um, just to see what what I could do and if I would enjoy it and if I'd like got good feedback from it. Um, and then I ran out of money and then I had to get another <laughs> job. And then after that, um, yeah, it's, things started to pick up a little bit and then that's sort of like how it you all kind of... escalated. Yeah. I was going to say, because like, I know that a lot of... <laughs> I've definitely been in that position where it's like, yeah, I've decided what I'm going to do and I'm just, I'm just leaving mm-hmm. corporate world. But there was no, like, financial plan for yeah. me. Um, and so, yeah, definitely ran out of money at some point and had to pick up an additional job. Um, Rohana, what about for yourself? Like, how mm. would you describe, like, your journey into being an illustrator and brand owner? Well, I'm pretty much the opposite because I always knew okay. that I wanted to be <laughs> an illustrator or somewhere creating something. But like, um, yeah, I just, I've always been drawing. Mm-hmm. And um, like, yeah, I went to uni, studied illustration. Mm-hmm. And um, like, I didn't know, like I wanted, I knew, I knew I wanted to be an illustrator, but didn't know what field, like what. And how, like, I feel like the thing with creativity that's hard is you love what you do, but like, how do you like live off of it? Like, how, how do you do this as a job? Like, how is this yeah. a job? Yeah, yeah, exactly. Because mm-hmm. at first, because I, I started off, um, I studied first um, fashion and clothing. Oh, Because wow. I, yeah, mm. I wanted to be an, I wanted to be a fashion designer first. Okay. <laughs> 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 but then I was like, I was, and then I started doing sewing and I hated it. I was like, right. I, can't, I can't do this. I just love, I like drawing <laughs> the illustrations. So I was, so I went on to like fashion illustration mm-hmm. and I really loved it. But then I went on to like, uh, then I went into uni mm-hmm. and I, um, that's when I saw like different Style. avenues and right. styles and yeah. stuff, illustrations. So I was like, yeah, um, I kind of like being broad. 
yeah, like yeah. doing yeah. everything. Yeah. So yeah, that's how I. So, I, I okay. I feel like I'm correct in saying, like knowing both of you guys' work, um, that your work is a celebration of blackness, mm. and I wonder, like for you, is that something that you're very intentional about? Yeah, definitely. Um, I think when I first started illustrating, I wasn't. I was just mm-hmm. sort of drawing anything and everything. Um, and then I just thought, I just when I would go to like, um, I guess like craft fairs and stuff, I didn't feel like I saw enough of myself there. Mm-hmm. I saw lots of like, you know, people who illustrate plants or dogs or cats. <laughs> yeah. And right. there just wasn't, or if they did illustrate people, it, there was just never any like black people in them. Which is fine, but I just it just felt weird to me that yeah, me as a black woman wouldn't be drawing black women specifically. Yeah, yeah. Um, so that's when I decided to just focus specifically on black women. I draw a black man here and there. Sometimes. Yeah, <laughs> I was gonna say I noticed that both of you have like ventured into drawing men, but yeah. definitely like the women for sure. Yeah. And for you, would you say it was like an intentional thing, or is it just like you're just drawing what you know? Mm. Yeah, um, pretty much. Like. Um, at first, I was yeah, I was like, yeah, I was like, I would draw everything and anything, mm-hmm. but I was like, I want to draw myself. Like, yeah. <laughs> I want to draw for like my people. I want to draw like us, you know. Yeah, yeah. It's more, I don't know, comforting drawing. Yeah, us. and it feels like I would imagine like second nature. Yeah, and mm-hmm. I also imagine like you, you know, in that space, you don't see a lot of us there, but now that you guys are in that space i imagine you receive a lot of love and so what has been like some of the best or most memorable like feedback or compliments that you've received about your work um just when people say that it like looks like them or like people they know there was like one um market that i was doing there was like a little girl from mom she was mm-hmm. like oh mom this this one looks like me when i grow up and i was like oh <laughs> Yeah. Um, just yeah. Just when people can see themselves in in my work, that like always makes me happy. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Same really. Um, I've had women like just message me saying, "Thank you for drawing me." Mm. I'm, I'm like, oh. that's so nice. Yeah. And um, and also when I'm drawing and my niece is watching me drawing, she's like, "Look, it's mm. me." And I'm like, oh. I love that. Like <laughs> we're we're everyone. It's like it's not someone specifically, but it's yeah. like I can see myself in everyone. Yeah. yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Um, so obviously I touched on that, like, to me, the main theme seems to be blackness and a celebration of black women. Are there specific areas or specific things that you want to communicate through your work and your illustration? Is there like main ideas or main stories? Because I feel like Rohana, like with your work, I definitely get a sense of like the Caribbean. I can see like a lot of Mm -hmm. like St. Lucia and the Caribbean in your work. Mm -hmm. And so I'm just wondering if there's a main like thread that you see running through your work that you want, that you intentionally put there? Oh boy. Um, <laughs> <laughs> it is quite intentional, yeah. Like I, I do like to put that aspect of my life, like me growing, like partially growing up in the Caribbean. Mm-hmm. I like to put it in my work. Mm-hmm. And I also like the Caribbean style of like their art and yeah. stuff. It's nice yeah. and colorful and mm-hmm. stuff. Mm-hmm. So I, I do like to put that in there. like. Yeah, it's a like, big influence. Like a narrative uh, in my art as well, so. Yeah, yeah. What about for you? Um, yeah, I think I like to, like, draw different types of black women, mm-hmm. I guess. And, like, 
I'm always like staring at people on like <laughs> the train and stuff like that just like when I'm out and about yeah just trying to like I guess collect faces yeah um that sounds so weird but yeah I, I do understand what you mean <laughs> just to like um to have a wide range of faces to draw mm-hmm. although I always end up drawing like the same face it's it's a bit annoying um but yeah I just want people to feel um black women specifically to feel like just like really loved and mm-hmm. like joy when they see the images so mm. I'm I tend to do like portraits. It tends to be like a head and body just mm-hmm. like center stage in the image. Mm-hmm, Not mm-hmm. too much background. If there's a background, there's like pattern work. Um, yeah. But for the most part, it's just sort of like putting a black woman center stage just to be like, here I am, look at me kind of thing. I love it. Yeah. I love it. And I love seeing both of your work like in its various forms. And yeah, I'm thinking as well, like, And this is a thing that I find is quite common with creatives. Like we do what we do because we love what we do, but then there's the actual like business side of things Mm -hmm. and like, like eating and living. Mm -hmm. And so for yourselves, like when did you kind of recognize the distinction between being a creative and a creative business? And then what did you kind of do to make it more sustainable for you? Um, I guess when, yeah when I do like tax isn't it (laughs) you're just like oh actually this isn't just like some little thing that you're just kind of doing um I guess coming from like a finance background I Mm. always had like that kind of side of it Mm -hmm. probably more so than the creative side that was the bit that was like a bit harder for me to like get into like um going starting off just creating for myself and then having to think about actually what is sellable what will people want to buy and then but not overthinking it too much right. because people will be like oh we want you to do this and then you do it and no one buys it and yeah. you're like mm-hmm. <laughs> but you said you wanted it so <laughs> yeah, why yeah. are you buying it yeah. but yeah just learning to just sort of filter out what you like what you want to put out and what people may or may not respond to mm-hmm. um and then yeah just the the financial side of things I guess um well, it's not just financial when it comes to business, isn't it? It's like yeah. project management. Yeah. It's like time management. Yeah, that's true. Learning how to deal with emails. Learning how the to admin like, side. Of yeah, things like, so deal with like clients and their expectations and your expectations. And it's just, it's like a constant thing. I think people think that you'll you'll get to a point where you'll just be able to manage everything, and mm-hmm. it's like, no, it's mm. constantly just. Um, either figuring out what you want to keep doing for yourself and then like delegate out to other people That's or um, if you want to scale back or scale up. It's just, yeah, it's just constant. It's like a never ending to-do list basically. Yeah. yeah, yeah. No, I get it. I get it. And then Rohana, what about for yourself? For me, um, yeah, for the business side, I needed help because yeah. I'm, not, I'm not very good at all that stuff like admin work. Yeah. Um, so yeah, I have a bit of help. I have my sister helping me. And um, yeah, all that financial side, I'm so bad at that. Yeah. I had to get an accountant. Yeah. Because, mm. oh, <laughs> <laughs> no, I, I find like, even with having an accountant, like he sends me things and he's like, okay, can you just review it? And I'm like, I can look at it. I don't, I, yeah, I assume so. it's right. Mm. I, I trust you, yeah. but mm. I don't, I don't know how to decipher like what these numbers should be yeah. and if they're mm. wrong. I generally check my address, I'm like, the address is right. <laughs> and like, um, he'll have my, what's it, your, your NI, 
Mm. That looks correct. Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, sir, it's on you, really. I mean, it's on yeah. me, but I'm like, yeah. it's on you. Um, yeah. yeah, like, how do you manage with that side of things? Like, you with your accountant and finding one and then that relationship with having yeah. an accountant. My accountant's actually my godfather, so. Oh, okay. <laughs> so, so um, I have, yeah, we have a good relationship, obviously, with that, so. Yeah. Um, but, wait, if I had to do that by myself, I'd go crazy. I wouldn't know what to do, yeah. obviously. I think it's so easy to feel out of your depth because I'm just yeah. not a numbers person mm-hmm. at all. Neither am I. Do you do your finances yourself or do you have an accountant? I have an accountant. Um, I had I got one last year. Um, Wait, so before that, that was yeah, you? Yeah, I was sort of doing... Like, wow. I wasn't doing balance sheets or anything, but I was <laughs> like... just I just had, like, a couple of Excel spreadsheets. One was, like, these are all my suppliers, these are all their costs. Um, mm-hmm. Another one was, like... Um, okay, these are certain products. This is how much it costs. This is when I ordered it. This is when I ordered the um, restock and and stuff like that. It just it just helps me just have so it just organized. there. I don't always check it. <laughs> okay. <that's> the, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Okay. I just put it in there and then just kind of leave it and then review it at the end of the year. Okay. But yeah, when I was getting the accountant, I um, I spoke to a couple of different people, and the reason why I went with the one that I'm with now was mm. because. Like, there was another person I spoke to, and it was such a quick conversation. I was like, you didn't explain anything to me. Right. I want you to explain it to Break me it like down. I'm a five-year-old or whatever. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. And then the other guy, um, the one I'm with now, we had, like, a 45-minute phone call. Mm. He went through everything, mm. and it was just, I was like, okay, I don't understand half of what you're saying. <laughs> That's fine. I, you know, YouTube is there. Google is there. Yeah, I can yeah, do yeah. all of that. I but. I need to do more. Like, thank you for taking the time because I think that's what you need. You need yeah. to know that actually you're paying them for a reason. They're doing yeah. their job, and they're not and just like taking your finances are good as well. Because mm-hmm. to be yeah. honest, if anything goes wrong, it is on you. Yeah. Um, and I'm wondering, like, you both work for yourselves, and I think there's definitely a culture of, um, you know, freelancing and working for yourself. in, in some ways, like, would you do you think there's a, like a over glamorization of working for yourself? And then what is the reality? Yeah, for sure. Um, especially when I'm on Twitter and I see people like, oh, if you're in a nine to five, you're wasting your time with this and other. I'm like, you have a stable income yes. coming in every month. Oh God, you're yeah. living the life as far as I'm yeah. concerned. Like, it's, it's really Stresses hard. Stresses are. Yeah, mm-hmm. you can have one good month and then the next month is not as good and then... It's, everything is on you. I think that's mm. what what people don't realise, that if you're not constantly sort of hustling, then yeah. nothing's going to be happening. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. Rent? Yeah. Where's that coming from? Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, it's just, That's exactly what I was going to say. Yeah. It's a lot. <laughs> what yeah. would you say is, like, the best and worst thing about working for yourself? I think being in control, I think, is the, the best, best thing. thing. Yeah. yeah. Not having to deal with like office politics yeah. or like I mean I still get passive aggressive emails but it's not as yeah. bad as when yeah. I was like yeah. Yeah. working before uh, yeah um, and just having that like flexibility like okay so I'm not a morning person mm-hmm. I can't like I've done it I've done the whole like you know 5 a.m. wake up start work at seven I've done that but I don't have to do that anymore so yeah. if I'm up before ten it's a miracle <laughs> honestly like mm-hmm. I just I can't do it. So having been able to work for myself and like mm-hmm. work to like my body's natural like rhythm of yes. work mm-hmm. rather than like forcing it into like mm-hmm. a nine to five is best and worst thing. 
The best thing is exactly what she said. Yeah, yeah. what Dorka said. Um, but uh, the worst thing, probably inconsistency. Like mm. you have a slow month, yeah. a good month, and it's just like I sometimes I need that stable, yeah, <laughs> that stable income. Does it make it difficult to plan for like I don't know like uh, holidays or like big purchases when you're thinking about? What does next month look like? What does the next six yeah. months look like? Yeah. Like, yeah, big purchases. Like, you, you're like, okay, I'm gonna purchase this, but will I, ha- will I get the same amount of money like the next month? Mm-hmm. It's just like, mm. it's kind of nerve wracking. Yeah. <laughs> that's the, that's the one thing. No, I get that. I think it's really tough because I do think that there is a glamorization of working for yourself and like being freelance and like, like. Yeah, there's aspects that are good, and in, in any role, there's good and there's bad. Mm-hmm. And I just think, like, we just need to talk about the realities a lot more because not everyone is equipped for it because mm. you are responsible for your time. Mm-hmm. You have to be structured. You have to meet your deadlines. There's no one else that you can kind of fall back on or put it on. And so it's like, if you know that you can't work autonomously, then this might not be for you. And that's okay. Yeah. But I do think we have to stop this like nine to five hate because <laughs> it's a very credible way of like working. I think mm-hmm. my, that's what my parents did. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? And like, that's how we're able to even be here today to, to choose to freelance because they decided to stay in a job 15, 20 years mm-hmm. and stick to it nine to five. Yeah. So we need to like calm that down. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, so... I like to believe that you guys are, because I, I know that with creatives, I find that it's very hard to claim success. Um, <laughs> and it's almost like a, this dirty word, but I just think both what you guys have done and are doing is amazing. And I love seeing your work. I love seeing like the opportunities, like when you did Grown and that being like, mm. you being like the sole illustrator on that. And I think you're now a part of um, Joyful Joyful. I don't know if I can even yeah, say that. Joyful Joyful. Can I say that? Yeah, you can. Okay. We've announced it. Yeah, Yeah. and it's like, I just think, you know, especially with that list of, like, illustrators that are part of that, I just, Mm -hmm. I love, you know, seeing you guys' progression. And I'm just wondering, you know, how have you been able to, like, maintain and attain, like, such success or, 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 yeah, let's say success. Um, you're such a low-key profile because I find that you're both very low-key like I don't see yeah. you on the gram and Twitter doing the most like your faces like I could scroll for a while and be like whose page is this <laughs> so yeah how have you guys managed that or maintained that um well the Twitter thing is just I just don't want to get dragged so <laughs> I just stay uh-huh. I'm just like lurk on Twitter yeah. but I don't really like yeah but in terms of like Instagram um I just want my work to like speak for itself. Yeah. Um, sometimes I'll like post stories and I'll post my face. Um, but for the most part, it's just sort of, this is what I do. This is what I create. And mm-hmm. just putting that out there and let pe- letting people like, um, I guess, any kind of reaction that they want to give mm-hmm. just based off of that rather than of me like as a person. But then sometimes I feel like that does come across in my work anyway. Mm-hmm. You can probably tell that I'm not like this super duper extroverted person <laughs> yeah. from like the little snippets that you do get of me. But I think you can tell like, hopefully that 
I'm like a kind person. <laughs> that I'm not, you know, a dickhead. So. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I think it comes Hopefully across. that yeah, comes across. I think it does. In like <laughs> the small little bits that you get. But yeah, yeah. I think I just, um, I'm quite private. So mm. I prefer to like keep things, yeah, to just, just like my work. small group of friends yeah. and then like the work and then just do silly things on Instagram stories sometimes. But mm. just to get a bit of my personality. But for the most part, it's just... The illustrations. Mm. Yeah. Mm. Yeah, pretty much the same, really. I just let the art do the talking. Yeah. <laughs> On Instagram, like, I, there's nothing much to it, really. Yeah. Just. Is it quite intentional to not be, like, foreground for you? Mm. Yeah, I just, I'm just. Yeah, yeah. I'm, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm quite a private person myself. I'm just like. Mm. So I'm yeah. so glad I've managed to drag you both out here. Because yeah. <laughs> otherwise. Yeah. Um. So. I don't know, this is like kind of a like a random thought, but I'm just thinking you use social media, but what what would you say for yourselves have been maybe the, the, the best platforms for selling your work? Mm-hmm. So like not necessarily um, selling from your website, but in terms of where most people come from to your website to buy. Mm. Like, is it Instagram or like is Etsy better for you? Um, I think it's definitely Instagram. Um, Etsy as well. Um, and Pinterest, weirdly enough, although I don't feel like I use Pinterest as well as I could use it. That's like on the to-do list to like figure Mm -hmm. that out. Mm -hmm. But yeah, I think, yeah, Instagram and Pinterest. Yeah, definitely. Definitely Instagram. Instagram is where it all popped off for me, really. Um, Pinterest, I kind of just started using it properly with Mm -hmm. my work, Mm -hmm. like maybe like a couple months ago. Um... Well, it's, uh, my website, but most people just say they saw me on Instagram. Me. Okay. Yeah. yeah, and I was like, oh, okay. So that's pretty much where everyone comes from. Are you from. guys on mm. TikTok? Because I'm hearing like TikTok is really doing bits. I have, I have like maybe like three videos on TikTok. Same. I literally <laughs> just started. But the engagement I found on TikTok was quite like, first video was like 260 like organic views mm-hmm. and I don't have like any followers yeah so I was like okay cool it seems like you know the algorithm and things like that haven't really um been made to the point where like it's hard for people to find find your work mm-hmm. but then I did like a third video and I think I had like four views I was like how how did I don't understand how this works yeah. but are you stepping into the TikTok space and like Yes, soon. <laughs> I will. I'm actually on TikTok so much, but not okay. for... Oh, no, lurking. Lurking. Okay. <laughs> but I'm not... <laughs> I need to, like, um, start doing something on TikTok, because I think Instagram is just... It's kind of fizzing out a bit. It's, it's a bit... Yeah. 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 It's just, I don't know. I don't know for Instagram these days. And yeah. in terms of, like, figuring out, like, how to utilise it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Because yeah. I'm finding, like, the times... I don't know when to post anymore in terms of times. Like, mm-hmm. I used to know, and now it's like, I, I can't really tell. And, like, organically, like, even my stories views used to be quite high, but now it's yeah. less than my personal account, which mm-hmm. has, like, 900 less followers. So I'm like, I, I don't know how to... Yeah, I don't understand what's yeah. going on these days, but... I think they're just trying to push more towards, like, reels and, like, video content, and mm-hmm. then more towards, like, entertainment. Right. Which... Like, yeah, it doesn't help, I guess, like, people like us who, we're not going to be singing and dancing <laughs> on Instagram and be, like, buy our artwork. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So, 
yeah, I'm just... Yeah, I feel like there needs to be a new platform for artists yeah. To, yeah. to showcase their work online. Mm -hmm. I'm not sure. Like maybe, maybe Pinterest will... Yeah, Pinterest nice. is a tricky one because it's like, Pinterest was actually quite decent for me, but I couldn't, I couldn't understand it. Like, I couldn't figure out like how to like utilize it. And I remember like I had a call set up with someone from Pinterest, mm. um, but they were like asking me questions like, okay, so what size is your team? It's a team of one. Yeah. <laughs> like, okay, like what's like your general kind of revenue? Tell me yeah. how to use your platform. Like, mm -hmm. I'm not, I don't, I can't answer these questions mm -hmm. for you. So mm -hmm. I think because they realized I wasn't like a thriving business with like 10 plus employees, they weren't that interested in helping me. Yeah. So Pinterest, if you're watching this, <laughs> fix it. Yeah. Um, so you use social media quite a bit for what you do. What are some of like the positive and the negative sides? So I guess we spoke more about the positive sides in terms of reach, but what have been some of the negative sides of using social media? Um, I guess people think that, oh, it's going to sound really weird. I was going to say people think that they have access to you, but I don't mean it like that because I'm like no one. But in terms of like, you post something and then someone will be like, oh, but you should be talking about this. And I'm like, you don't know me. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. I could be talking about this at home with my friends yeah, just because yeah. I'm not talking about something publicly. In terms or, of, like, uh, social issues and stuff? Or? Not necessarily just that. It was, like, someone messaged me one time and was like, oh, there's this... So there's a book series that I really love by Octavia Butler. Mm -hmm. And she said... This person that messaged me said, oh, this Netflix series ripped off some of the characters from the book. And I just thought, you've never engaged with me. We've never had a conversation. Mm -hmm. No, hi. Just, <laughs> you should be angry about this. Why? <laughs> yeah. I don't like being angry. Right. I don't like being stressed. So why are you stressing me in my comments? It's just, it was really odd. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, no, I get what yeah, you mean. I don't like, think you have to be someone for people to f feel like they have access, but yeah. there is that kind of like commentary that people feel they can provide without relationship. Yeah, it's just like, they. yeah, it's just really, those sen that sense of boundary is just not there mm -hmm. on socials, which I find really weird. And I guess I used to like struggle with comparing myself to other people's mm -hmm. um, like journeys on socials and like how they're living their life. And I'm like, my house is not that nice. <laughs> you know? yeah. They're going this holiday, that holiday. And I'm just like, okay, I'm yeah. in my room. <laughs> but after a while, I'm just like, if you, I kind of feel like if you feel a certain way looking at someone else's content, then stop look. looking at it. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Simple. Yeah. It's true. It's true. Yeah. Oh, negatives. Boy. Um, <laughs> Where to start? <laughs> the list is. Oh. Um, I guess a lot of people is like expect you to keep drawing the same thing. Mm -hmm. I'm like, um, I need to change. I like to change up a bit, you know. Mm -hmm. And they just like message me. He's like, oh, can you do some more like mermaids or something? I'm like, I don't really want to do mermaids right now. No. <laughs> <laughs> so like, yeah, um, stuff like that or people just. I don't know. Just a lot, a lot of rude people in like my messages, my DMs. I was like, okay, um, like, like they would just they would message me, asking for like commissions and stuff, mm. and they wouldn't say hi, how are you? They're just like, how much for this? I'm like, okay, <laughs> <laughs> like, yeah. like, okay, can you just just chill out? A little yeah, bit with yeah, that. yeah. Yeah, I can, I can imagine. I just. I think 
Twitter for me is is really like hell on earth and I don't want to be dragged. <laughs> and so like I do, like I, I lurk on Twitter, but I, I can't get involved in the conversations yeah. there. It's just not a good place to have conversations. <laughs> <laughs> it's not. I have so much to say, but I just do not put it on Twitter because I'm like, no, someone's going to say something to me. And it's just yeah. anything will be taken out of context and yeah. I'm just I'm not, I'm not here for it yeah. at all. Thinking about all that you have done and all that you have achieved, what would you say is next for you? Like, is there any kind of space that you want to venture into next or is there anywhere that you want to take your art and your work? Um, I would love to do, like, homeware. Mm. I'd love to do soft, furniture, soft furnishings. Mm. Um, I'd love to work on, like, a film set. I'd love to do, like, costume design. Oh, wow. That'd be amazing. Yeah, yeah. I think that'd be really cool. Um, I kind of want to do everything. Um, not all at once. Just sort of spread it all out. But yeah, I kind of want to try everything at least once. Yeah. Just see how it goes. You're here. Yeah. What about for Um, you? For me, I would like, I would like to like leave this country and like. (laughs) (laughs) With you. Yeah. And and I would like to help people like, Mm because I want to go back to St. Lucia. Mm -hmm. Um, I want to help the artists out there. Mm -hmm. So I would like to open up like a, an art school or something. Wow. Something out there for them because there's, there isn't as much. Yeah, mm-hmm. but that that answers like the earlier question about you know ways that you're kind of creating space and mm-hmm. and opportunities for those who are coming up. Do you yeah. know what I mean? And I think it's so important because I was having a conversation earlier and we were talking about as creatives sometimes we can see the world as London mm-hmm. and like stay hustling in this like small space in London, but mm-hmm. like the world is yeah so much yeah. bigger and there's just so much more out there Mm -hmm. and yeah i definitely feel like there's a lot of ground that we can cover yeah definitely Mm -hmm. um i want to say thank you guys for coming and being a part of the conversation and just dropping gems and sharing your wisdom it's just yeah unmatched so thank you and thank you for joining us i hope you enjoyed the episode if you liked it like comment and subscribe i want to say a big thank you to my guests dorcas and rohana <laughs> a big shout out to Renaissance for allowing us to use this amazing space. Um, and we hope to see you in the next episode. <laughs>